0: in the right place and we're glad you're here we come together to talk openly about tough subjects and we want to hear from you just as much as anybody here in person so do your research alongside and drop us a line if you have anything to say i am boots and this is manifest a future well-rounded picture of it is validation innate or learned
1: i think it's innate in that like people want to be validated even as a baby you want (laughs) to know that your actions affect the world so you explore you know you hit the thing hard and it makes a noise and you laugh because you're like i did that Mm -hmm. there's a certain age where babies have that then
0: it definitely helps you like learn societal rules Mm -hmm. and constructs
2: Yeah, it's fine. If
0: if not, you wouldn't have any way to gauge what's okay versus not okay.
2: I definitely think it falls into just the classic nature versus nurture. You know, there's some elements that I think are natural or genetic, but as well, a lot basically based on your upbringing, your childhood, those experiences that make up or the validation you get, don't get.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean
2: yeah. if you're not allowed to
1: play, you're much more likely to become a psychopath or a sociopath.
2: Right. Or just having mm-hmm. like, you know, a mother would love her parents to give you validation period mm-hmm. when you're in those first five years of life. Right. Uh, there's also a lot of things around like birth order, right? You know, it's one thing to be an only child, but it's another thing to be part of a family of eight. Right. right? So yeah. or the eldest or the youngest or the yeah. child. So or, yeah. You know, there's a lot into that.
3: We need to have our actions and inner world mirrored back to us when we're kids, like little kids because we're first like individuating from mom, like she's our only source of the world but then we start to separate and we need someone we trust and love to like tell us yes, what you're feeling and doing makes sense so that we can start to trust that ourselves but if we don't get that then we go through our whole lives needing external validation and can't get it
0: Yeah, some words that I read prepping for this was um, validation acknowledges that the internal experience exists Mm -hmm. and is real.
3: Yeah, and makes sense and has reasons and is purposeful and that we have value.
0: Yeah, where is validation felt in the body? I guess it would be the need for validation. Mm. Where is that felt? I feel it mostly heart region.
1: Mm.
0: Like, you're not like... I mean, you might obsess about it and get like cycles in your head, but.
2: I feel like behind my solar plexus, like right here. Yeah. No, I think everywhere and nowhere, you know, I'd look at it as more just being mental in your head more than anything, you know, and that can, you know, know, essentially be experienced physically everywhere.
4: It's all in the nerve, nervous right. system.
2: Just like you could have a panic attack, you know, that's a physical manifestation of something mental. Uh, or not, right. Yeah. So.
3: I mean, I tend to not be as in tune to what I'm feeling in my body around feelings. But that doesn't mean there's not something going
1: on. Yeah, I mean we're all beings of emotions, so are we not? I mean, yeah, for so sure. So there's like a book I think it's called like The Elephant and the Rider, and the guy talks about how the guy who's riding the elephant makes excuses for what the elephant's doing, but he doesn't really control what the elephant's doing. And the elephant is you and your life, right? And your brain, but your, your emotions brain are telling is like, you you're always making. Jesus says like, uh, forgive people as many times as you'll forgive yourself, like you know. So, you're always making excuses for things that happen in your life and the story that you're Rationalizing. Rationalizing, yeah. But really, who knows why the elephant trampled the flowers or munched on the bamboos and walked through the woods? Like, you know, we don't really know what's going on in the mind of the elephant.
3: I mean, yeah, the less we listen to our bodies, the more that they, like, take us over without us realizing it, and then afterwards us being like, how did that happen? Because we're we're not listening to what it's telling us. So after a certain amount of time of our needs not getting met, it it takes over and gets them done for us. I think so.
0: When I was doing reading, I wrote down a note that validation helps to regulate emotions. Mm-hmm. which would make sense of like feeling it in the heart but to our next question how does validation relate to self-esteem and identity I feel like that's not so much like in the heart or solar plexus and more like wherever we create our identity and self-esteem you know the consciousness I yeah. guess. so how do you all think that Validation relates to self ex- self esteem and identity.
2: Well, I think there's one level of you know at least externally being part of a community, right? You know, you can't live on your own. And I think validation gives some level of a community acceptance or seeing how you fit in with a, within a family, a community, you know, an organization. You know, you've got to kind of reflect to be able to fit in. Yeah, definitely. You know, be yourself, but there's still a level that you've got to be part of this world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And if you don't fit in, like back in the day, that means like you might not survive. Yeah. Oh yeah, so I feel like there's still a lot of that left over subconsciously. Yeah, Yeah. if you're not fitting in, you're not getting validated by a group. You're like, well, I have you know less of a support system. If if I'm to fail, you know, it's just me, and yeah, it's a lot more. Yeah, I remember
1: being a kid and being the kid with cooties because I was not always nice to people because I didn't care about them like because I was interested in myself only really Hmm. and then I was like oh I'm being an asshole I just need to stop being an asshole and then all of a sudden I was friends with everyone in school and I was like oh well that was easy the same people who bullied me now like me and they're inviting me to do stuff with them and I'm like oh that's interesting because they were just trying to help in their mind
5: Hmm.
1: and that's what they told me years later they're like well Andrew we were doing that because we cared about you That's why we were bullying you because we knew that how you were acting is not cool
5: Hmm. and we
1: wanted you to be cool because you should be cool. (laughs) And I was like, cool, guys are assholes, but it worked. There were better ways ways to handle it. There are better ways to handle it, but I mean, the children. To help you. Right, of course. course. They haven't been taught that shit. Right, I mean, they're doing what they think is best just like their parents do what they think is best, right? Yeah. So, in some ways, it was probably beneficial for them to be able to bully people and get away with that and stuff, right? Because then, like, everyone agreed. That's why they got away with it. No one's going to tell the teacher on you if you're bullying the person who's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hearing, and the teacher will hear it and be had like, yeah,
1: yeah I don't know. that kid had it coming.
2: feel so, so, like people don't get outcasted or exiled for no reason.
1: Right, exactly, yeah. Cool. Why can't
0: we see who we are without external validation? I think that we
3: can.
0: Can we, though? Like, who are you if you have no nothing to like compare or c- contrast it to? Well, that's a fair point. I mean, we do need relativity. In yeah, I feel like, option. you know, at, at first we have nothing to build on so we're like grasping and learning a lot of external stuff and then by building that up then we can then use that internally to kind of validate ourselves right yeah once
3: you've internal if you have a if you had a healthy process of internalizing that external validation at some point yeah you won't be as dependent on it Mm-hmm. but if we don't get it from the start yeah that's, that's a problem that's a yeah. huge
1: problem well that's why like, education is so important because we're all standing on the giants of each other's knowledge from the past and every year it becomes harder for the children to learn everything they need to learn in order to be valued because mm-hmm. like you're now competing against all the humans on the planet not just your town
5: mm-hmm. you know
1: you the smartest kid in town 100 years ago you could be a doctor you know, they didn't give a shit. They're like, "Yeah, Steve, he's the smartest guy. We, I want him to be the doctor." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and if Steve's like, "Cool, I didn't have to do much." And yeah, here we are. Steve's actually like probably a janitor level, you know, but he's like <laughs> not messy. So Steve's the doctor.
2: Right. Well, also, I think there's a mirror effect. You know, um, you know, we perceive ourselves based on how others perceive us, mm-hmm. right? So you know, sure, we could have an image of our, ourselves in our own head, but like again, we've got to fit in with the community. It's based on how other people see us. So we've got to kind of go off that feedback. But
4: sometimes we
2: overdo it, right? Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. for sure. That so I think there's definitely a, a balance. Yeah.
0: yeah, this reminds me of five, what you brought up in prep, the looking glass self.
2: Yeah, the theory of looking glass self. Yeah, so that's
0: um, our reflection of how we think we adhere <laughs> to others. And there are three stages. How one imagines others, see them, and then the judgments. That from other people and then how one thinks of others based on previous judgments so it's like how they see you the judgments that they have and then basing things on previous judgments okay. so that's like so complicated ba- basing what they think
3: what you think they're gonna think about you based on how you've been judged previously by others
0: by the sa- like the same person okay. so it, it can be like yeah. multiple people the the example was like one friend sees me or how I think they see me versus how my mom sees me, how I think my mom sees me yeah. versus you know Professor or a So we've a got co-worker. lots of
3: looking-glass selves yeah. to manage.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, and also to add to that, you know, I think there's a level when it comes to validation. Like, uh, We play different roles on a daily basis, right? You know, like the person you are as a friend uh, versus a student versus a daughter or, you know, something like those are all different roles that we play into to kind of, you know, reflect back that type of validation. Like the way you talk to, you know, your boss is very different than you, the way you talk to your friend. So. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. There's also, what, an experiment where they ha- have Particles, y'all yeah, probably heard of it, and I should probably know the name of this experiment by now, but um, how particles change oh. when they're being observed. Yes. Mm-hmm. What so, is that called? And you know, we're all made up of that same stuff, so yes. we also change when we're being observed, so that also gets tied into building oneself off of other people, how other people see you, and how you act around them.
4: Yeah, I think the course of action changes, like when you give too much importance. Say you're walking in the road and you fell down. The first thing you do is see who else is looking at you, mm-hmm. right? What people think of you. And if there is no one around, you'll actually take care of the pain you're having. But you don't look and uh, you, don't, you don't sense that pain. All you think is like what others think oh, at right. that point, right? So we give too much importance to people's judgment sometimes. Oh, yeah. And forget to what actually we should do. I think, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, five that there should be a balance Mm -hmm. of uh, validation how we receive them, how we process them.
0: In that situation, though, if you fall down, what does it matter if people see you and laugh? Like, how is...
4: But people do that. I
0: guess if they, I mean, it'll and hurt sometimes our it's feelings. Funny when people fall though. But like in terms of validation, we'll be like, okay, I'm a fool if people see me and laugh at me. But if nobody saw me, then I'm just, I just tripped like anybody else. Yeah, exactly.
4: If nobody is there around, yeah. the instinct is okay. I fall and yeah, you get up you whatever
0: it you happens. Laugh it off. Yeah,
1: yeah. or you cry. <laughs> other happens. people see Definitely you the may, maybe yeah. they'll depends on how you see him crying. If you, 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 <laughs> no, you trip and like hit your head or something. You're bleeding out. Like you can cry if you're a kid. Shake it off. Not
0: if other people are watching. <laughs>
1: the better you gotta be, You gotta be the
0: strongest in the tribe. <laughs> yeah, well, it no. all uh, depends on
4: whether people you are watching or not. So
1: right. you should cry so that way people know that you're injured. That way they come to help you. You're sure. shaming. You're shaming them into coming to help you. Wow. See? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't have to see it that way. Exactly, but, you know, basically, that's a strategy. If you're like, "Oh, look, that
2: child's crying." Yeah, I don't give a fuck.
1: Then you're an asshole,
2: right?
0: Well so child. That
2: brings up a good point, though. I mean, some people do, you know, put the poor me complex. Do get validated in that way. Yeah. you know, right. So that could be kind of But like, if you're
1: so it's the boy who cries wolf story, then right? yeah. So if you're the kid who's always getting hurt, then people are like, "Well, he's just a klutz," right? That whole <laughs> tribal
0: validation cycle is a whole other topic that's a, a good one to okay. get into right. about how like, uh, what was it, the higher status you have in a tribe, the more your validation means to others. Mm, and more people advice. that will come and yeah. ask, seek your validation.
1: That's true. And yeah. how
0: validation can be seen as a currency. Like mm-hmm. that higher status people don't want to give it out as much. So if you're seeking validation from them, you you're, you're essentially showing, yeah, it. you're showing yourself as lower status.
1: Right, because you're brown nosing, and they see it that, that way, and they're like, you know what, this guy he's a people pleaser. He wants to please me because I'm a great guy in his eyes. So I'm going to maintain that by not opening my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, holding
0: some of that power. Is there anything else that you all would add to internal versus external validation?
3: Well, what's the question?
0: Um, the, the question was, <coughs> how can't, why can't we see our, who we oh. are without external validation? It's just kind of like a sub-question of that, you know, distinguishing internal validation versus external. We've already talked about it a couple of times, but did not know if there's anything additional that we'd want to add.
2: I think the biggest thing I'd emphasize is just the balance between the two, right? You can't be completely internal. You can't be completely external. You know, you've got to find a balance. And I think there's a lot of variables and factors where, you know, it's, there's a gray area, right? Let alone who we're validating from, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Or how. Like how we're seeking the validation?
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm sure, you know, the validation come in all sorts of different forms to mm-hmm. each person. Mm-hmm. Um but I think the biggest emphasis there, you know, to live at least, you know, a happy lives and not go crazy is having a, you know, specific balance. Because if, you know, it's all internal, you know, you're going to be an asshole and, you know, be outcast or exiled. But if it's all external, then you, you're not even going to be living for yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. where, is that, where is that in between? So, and then especially talking about things like boundaries or, you know.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So with these ideas of like the quantum mirrors, how we're, we base ourselves off of the others and the looking glass self. It's hard for me to imagine that there's a true self. And I've said this for a while, that I don't believe there really is a true self because we can't see ourselves as we truly are because it can be skewed. And nobody else in our lives can actually see us as we truly are either because we're different people with different people in different circumstances. hmm So, is there really a true self? That's kind of a scary thought to think of. Especially because our culture is so hooked on to the I, the ego. Whereas, Uh like, if you get into Buddhism, it starts to make a whole lot more sense in in their culture. You know, there really isn't a true self. It's not. You're just... They say the self is a
3: process
0: Mm -hmm. that is ever-changing. It's not a static thing. That would knock some people off their rockers. Like, they wouldn't know. What to do with that? Well, that would threaten their ego. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're all clinging for, like,
3: stability and things we can cling to in a world that inherently isn't that way. That is inherently changing constantly. That includes us. Mm -hmm.
4: Is that the way, like, we change or our values evolve throughout our life? And... uh, yeah, we see things differently, right? hmm
1: Yeah, that's why grandparents are so cool. <laughs> why? Because they've seen so much more stuff than you have. Uh-huh. So, like, I talked to my grandparents about stuff, and they were like, ah, you worry too much about this stuff. These things happen all the time. Don't worry about it. Like, you know, I see. Then you're like, oh, wow, well, this person's been alive for... They're 100, still around. 100 years. So, yeah. You know, they probably know what's going on. Like, they've seen enough stuff. Because you get wiser, right, if Mm -hmm. you're paying attention. Yeah, hopefully. you should hopefully if you're listening.
2: I was gonna say when it comes to the true self, it's a good question. But um, you know, you're not gonna exist as your own. even with like the animal kingdom. You're not gonna have just one animal. It's gonna be some part of something bigger. Mm-hmm. But what I think is interesting is that in the Western world, there's much more emphasis put, put on the individual, the, whereas in you know, um, Eastern cultures, it's very focused on the collective, mm-hmm. right? And so I think that's a huge shift. Where over here it's very much like, oh, be yourself. You know, do this. It's all about the ego. whereas over there, it's about The family. That's why you see things like arranged marriages or things are just more collective.
1: But then they also have better societies, generally, right? Mm -hmm. They have senses of community and they don't necessarily suffer uh, some of the same things that we suffer in our individual lives. I agree. Like um, in Kenya, they were very insistent that women should not be allowed to be by themselves. Mm -hmm. Men, they didn't give a fuck, but women had to always have someone with them. It was to keep the loneliness away, which was viewed as like a demon that would come and curse your mind with loneliness and sadness. So, a woman should never be left alone. Everyone should, someone must be with a female at all times for protection and for. Why not men? Men, (laughs) Men, you don't get lonely, right? Men men are uh, tasked with facing loneliness. They have to go and fight, they have to go and the dark side yeah they have, they have to be the warriors so they...
3: sounds like toxic masculinity to <laughs> me well when
1: someone steals your cattle and everyone around you is dying uh, it makes a big difference so <laughs> it's not about toxicity at that point it's about do you have to steal to take your cattle back or not mm-hmm. you have to organize people to come together and help you because one man can't steal but so many cows but a whole group of men can steal all the cows and that was like how warfare was conducted. Mm-hmm. You stole cattle for survival because otherwise you died. Yeah. Basically. So you ask a Maasai, how's he, how's he going? And then you say, how are your cattle? And you say, how's your family? Because <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: those, those are the things that are important. If you don't have cattle, you can't feed people. <laughs> right. Well, the women, you know, never being alone thing, I'm sure, made a lot more sense during wartime. Yeah. That's the first thing they would do. Right. So, so
1: Plus, like, then someone, two eyes are better than one pair. You know, if you're at home, someone raids your house, two sets a lungs scream louder than one, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. strengthen the numbers for sure. I mean, right. that's still alive and well today. Mm, so if we can't mm, see a true self in, you know, in ourselves, how can we expect others to understand us or us to fully understand others to create relationships?
3: <laughs> well, that's we can question. try and make sense of And validate individual events that are happening that are part of our experience, again, as a process, not a static thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, emotions especially, I think, are one of the most important things that need to be validated. And that requires putting yourself in someone else's frame of reference in their shoes to say, like, oh, yeah, it makes sense that you're sad since uh, your brother died. Or... um, Mm -hmm or that you're sick and have to miss something you were really looking forward to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we all can, emotions are a universal experience, like they can come from different causes, but we all experience them in one way or another. So Hopefully. that's one way we can relate really quickly yeah. and understand someone really quickly, even just for a moment or a specific circumstance.
0: Yeah, I like that you repeated the, the, that it's a process, identity as a process. Yeah. You're know, not, not only understanding like ourselves as that process, but then seeing other people as the same process and having empathy and a uh, frame of reference in that regard when interacting with others. Mm-hmm. I feel
4: means? like sometimes uh, as you said that how do we um, make everyone see uh, us or how do we see others? especially in a relationship so sometimes we prioritize ourselves very much in a relationship that we want all the attention of our partner all the time say for our own satisfaction it's very validating to
0: have all that attention all the time
4: (coughs) so we I feel like it's not fully justified like sometimes People say that I want my partner to like the same things which I like, but what I think is that's too much expectation. Mm -hmm. If your partner likes the fact that you like those things, Mm
5: -hmm.
4: that's sufficient. Mm -hmm. Your partner does not have to like what you like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So these kind of overexpected validations sometimes we have in our relationships, which misguides us to a different self image, and if that does not get validated, we feel sad or like uh, our whatever happens in our vicinity, we want we should be the centerpiece of it in Mm -hmm. all the validation, but it it does not have to be that way. All
5: the time.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're you're basically saying like we don't need a constant stream of yeah. validation or say someone liking the exact same things as us to be well decently understood by someone and yes. validated in that way yeah. yeah yeah i
4: agree
0: yeah how does it feel to want that validation though and not get it dissatisfying em- em- empty
4: <laughs> void yes. by empty
0: void yeah for sure i read that it feels like a loss of connection Mm -hmm. it like stirs a panic
1: feels like you've not been hurt
5: yeah yeah Yeah.
1: not seen not understood yeah
3: Yeah, and then that
0: can happen Mm -hmm.
3: totally wondering if am i right maybe i shouldn't like this thing or maybe i shouldn't feel this way if no one is seeing it or making sense of it what's the point what's wrong with me Mm -hmm. all of that self-doubt
2: yep
1: creeps in
0: Mm, then we usually turn totally. to other way, other ways to receive validation or soothe ourselves with things. I believe
1: drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know. Those, For sure. those For sure. I have a Ruckus question.
5: <laughs>
4: I have a question. Like, when you have these self doubts, what do you guys do? Maybe we can deviate from the topic. No, these are the these to... are the
0: questions. Oh, okay.
4: okay.
1: Mm-hmm. These are the questions. Uh, so how Wim, <laughs> yeah. oh, <for> sure. <laughs> yeah. wow. Wim
0: Hof my answer for a lot of things. Wow,
1: okay. Well, if it works, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it just oh, it, it right. can you know, so if you don't have if you're like needing validation and you don't get it, you know, you, fight, you start to feel that stir, you start to feel panic, maybe you have cycling thoughts, maybe you get close to an anxiety attack, you know. So what you got to do is get yourself out of your head. And stop oh, that stuff. And, you know, you can sit and be mindful of your emotions and, you know, confront them. And But I've learned that Wim Hof is just like a really good immediate tool to just kind of bring you to the present and get to, get yourself So it's like a rapid
1: meditation then mm-hmm. thing.
0: yeah the breathing exercise yeah it takes you to a type of uh euphoric place where you yeah we can well, kind of reassess yoga
1: is all about breathing right mm-hmm. so that's
0: probably it's a big part, part of it
5: yeah
3: <laughs> that sounds Similar like a, a really right? healthy way to respond to it <laughs> um just i just recently learned other ways that folks go to like folks resort to is going to to greater and greater (laughs) lengths to get that validation and get that attention until they finally
4: get it. So that's why I ask, like sometimes sometimes out of panic. What do you do? Nothing like specific, but the way you say it, you meditate or do a healthy practice, it will not be my first thought. I will be in panic Mm. Mm. and do something random.
2: Oh, I think, I think you could either address it and confront it, which sometimes is difficult, or you could distract yourself. Yeah, but is
1: still, this, it will be a random Is this the existential do. dread that sits on our shoulders, or is this something else?
0: Yeah, so that's a, another question sometimes is, what lies it. in the essence of the spiraling and decomposition of ourselves? Because, you know, if you sit with, if you sat without getting validation for an extended amount of time, you might lose your mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, really?
1: How long would you have to go? <laughs> so I've definitely gone a long time without validation. No, but you probably <laughs> did
0: get validation in some... From yourself. From myself, sort of way. yeah. I mean,
1: like, I'd, I'd hardly ever suffer from, like, this mm-hmm. need to have validation. Like, it's very rare. Like, I would only have it if I had, like, someone was, like, prove to me this thing. And then I'd be like, okay. If well, I wanted to, there's I'm a whole
3: personality it. disorder that develops from...
1: Not getting enough oh, validation.
3: Chronic invali- invalid invalidation from invalidation.
1: your which is is that different than lack of validation or is it a negative validation? I
5: mean,
3: lack of validation counts as invalidation. Being okay. ignored, okay. not having anything mirrored or told to you that that makes sense, or right. responded to, having your needs met. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't. So. I didn't. I guess I grew up in a house where we were very validated.
3: That's fantastic. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. We sat at the dinner
1: table and you had to contribute something you learned that was new that day. Or you didn't get to eat dinner. (laughs) So it worked pretty good.
0: So So, yeah, to that point is um, Andrew, enlighten us. Is there a level that we can validate ourselves or what can we do to start to begin to validate ourselves? I always think
2: of what my dad tells me, it's your life. And I say, oh, yeah, it is my life. One thing I've always yeah. heard is this, this is your reality. Everyone else is but a guest. You know? Right, yeah. Like, do, you, do you want guests in your life or do you not? So Do you want company? You know, yeah. Do you want people that so, you can trust
1: that are your friends or your family that right. are around you? Because everyone's born into a family, but then you also get to make your own family, too. Mm-hmm. And you make it by the effort you extend to others. Because then that's showing love and compassion in a way that mm-hmm. most people don't ever get because they're not getting validated by mm-hmm. most people.
3: So it sounds like you ask yourself what you want and what you need, and you provide those things for yourself. Every day. Yeah, that's validating yourself. Mm-hmm. It's realizing you have a need and responding to it rather I than eat. saying, I shouldn't feel that way or yeah. I shouldn't be hungry right now, so I'm not going to eat. Yeah. Is well, invalidating it's not, yourself? Sometimes
1: yeah. I do that if I'm on a diet. I'll well, open the fridge and I'll be like, Andrew, you're not hungry. You're just opening <clears> the fridge because you're bored. And then I close the fridge.
3: Well, if it's so, that's I mean that's a good point. Like, what's so? It, what's the true need there? It sounds right. like entertainment and food isn't the best Imagine fit for that.
1: Especially if I'm trying to lose weight.
0: Can social media be a positive tool for validation?
1: It's definitely a double-edged sword. Yeah, Absolutely
0: sword. I know it can all oh, oh, definitely be uh, negative.
4: It's an illusion.
0: Because, you you know, you're kind of comparing yourself to everybody, and you can start to feel down about yourself. But then Mm -hmm. I think it can also be used useful, you know? Like, if you're feeling a certain way and you post about it, people can, like, help you work through that or, like, say, hey, I see you, I hear you.
1: Yeah. I'm always reminded of, especially when I go to bars, I'll see girls with their phones, and it's like I'm taking a selfie, and I'm like, oh, they're... Asking the mirror, who's the fairest of them all? You
0: know? Oh,
1: so because they're like showing off that their life is so much fun and so great. It really
0: is, because then you get like likes and yeah. or not likes, and you can see who does get those so, likes and who does Oh my gosh, yeah. I've never thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> it is that part of it.
3: It's like, hey, see me, mm-hmm. tell yeah. me that you've seen me and you like what I'm yeah. doing exactly. and how I look. And
0: mm-hmm. how can we? Um, you mentioned earlier the importance of validation from the right people versus the wrong people and I feel like social media is uh, a huge market for getting validation from potentially the wrong people.
2: Um, absolutely. I mean, I think young um getting validation from just cast wide net of everyone is not good. You know, when it's turning into just a number of likes or comments, Mm. like what, you know, it's quantity over quality Mm. versus like, hey, I'm getting validation from, you know, someone I respect or, you know, my pastor or my parents. We're, yeah, asking where, you know, who do you respect? Where do you want to get validation from? You know, know, everyone in the world or, you know, someone you actually respect in your life.
3: I think trying to get it from people who... there really shouldn't be much trying in it, but people who will validate you pretty unconditionally rather than who will approve of select behaviors or qualities in you. Mm -hmm. Because if you're trying to get it from them, then you are changing yourself to meet their criteria, which isn't very authentic to you.
1: But how much of that is getting along with others, though, too? I mean, if we're all our true authentic selves all the time then maybe we'll be rubbing too many people the wrong way
3: I mean it also depends on like what values you espouse and how those sit with other people and we all get to choose our own values. Right. Um. But, I mean that's
1: why, why why we invented manners was because like we wanted to have a way of making others feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Sure. So and that's the whole golden rule for manners is to make the other comfortable and felt welcome because to be a host is like a uh, sacred duty. Like, you know, you're not supposed to. I don't know. I had to learn the rule book when I was a kid. I don't know about you guys, but there's a rule book. I had to know all the rules. Mm-hmm.
0: did not manners yeah. in themselves are like subtle forms of validation mm-hmm. to to show somebody that they're important. Yeah, they're like, important. Like don't worry, you don't. Ha- yeah, though. you don't have yeah. to be nervous or yeah. anxious. You're important. Let's do yeah. these things to show you. Let's be with each other. Yeah.
2: So it's nice. It is let so say another element to the question though is you know who you're seeking validation from are you going to go to someone that's just going to always comfort you or are you going to find someone that's going to give you the real honest answers that you don't want to necessarily hear mm. you, know, you know basically people you know honesty sometimes isn't the most marketable characteristic and mm. you know I, Basically, you want comfort or do you want the real truth for people? I mean, I think people would prefer comfort, don't they? Right. Absolutely. But the real progress will
4: come if you do the
1: uncomfortable Mm -hmm. thing. Well, the uncomfortable things can be uncomfortable.
3: Well, validation isn't approval. Um, You can still get... It's important to be validated first before given feedback that is you need to change in XYZ way, or you hurt me in this way. Because then when we're immediately like invalidated, we get defensive and aren't open to any of those hard truths mm-hmm. that we need to hear.
1: But then do we talk to others, or do we keep it to ourselves?
3: Can you be more specific? I mean, if
1: something's really tacky, and you feel that it's tacky, and then you like say that it's tacky, yeah, just so that people know that you know that it's tacky and you're wondering, is this a joke? Is it meant to be? Is this ironic? I don't understand. I'm confused. <laughs> this is really tacky or something. Right? I don't know.
0: Well, then you have to think about relativity, like where right. you're at and what is considered yeah. tacky or exactly. not. So what you think is tacky might not be what... Might
1: not be what is tacky. And so I might be totally out of line. Right. So like rather than make a social faux pas by like addressing it, I could just keep it to myself. right? Or I could make a joke and be like, does anyone else think this is funny to try to read the room? And then if everyone doesn't think it's funny, then I'll be like, "Oh man, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> mm. <laughs> get out of here." Well, right, but then you can make no, no, no,
3: choices afraid. based off of yeah, that. Exactly. Whether you need to be with new people or right. dress differently right. or yeah. right, so like, throw the shirt
1: away. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the shirt away.
5: Yeah.
1: No, but the um, no. I just think it's uh, interesting because like um, I don't really think about these things that often. I think most people probably spend a lot of time thinking about them. Sure.
0: So. Another example of the wrong people is Stockholm syndrome from people that have wrongdo or or, or toxic toxic relationships. You know, whether that be romantic or family or per, like business related, people that have hurt even in the past, you sometimes seek their validation
5: mm-hmm.
0: in return either you know soothe the past hurt or to approve yourself differently or I read that and I thought that was really interesting and hadn't thought about that definitely the wrong people to go back to for validation mm-hmm. but a tendency that we do
2: mm-hmm. Also, I think there's a cycle, too, where, you know, some people seek validation from people that give it, like, not at all. Like, yes. because they give very, very little of it, it means so much more. Mm-hmm. And so that whether that's the wrong person or the right person, you know, people that give it out more often, yeah, that's it's almost more valuable. And so, no more
1: validation out of me. That's it. Yeah. I want my validation to be worth something one day. Right. Maybe so it's <laughs>
0: almost like uh, the forbidden fruit, you know, or just like wanting to know how that person sees you. Mm-hmm the mystery being like too much to handle.
1: But again, you have to like want to seek validation. Like, I just I don't really know that feeling that well. It's very rare that I've had that feeling. Like, I think maybe like
4: I had it all the
1: time. Yeah, stand-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean like they were all like girlfriends of mine that I was in love with but like other than that.
3: Yeah, no, it's an unfortunate pattern for me to yeah. be attracted to people who don't Give me nearly as much validation as I need, but then when they do, it's like sweet, sweet candy. Um, give us
1: any more of those crack rocks, you know? Mm-hmm. Validation. Yeah. <laughs> well, then yeah. it
0: almost feels like a huge prize that you've like. No, it worked felt. Really it felt like I twice. fucking earned it, mm-hmm. and
3: yeah. it felt really good whenever mm-hmm. it happened. But it wasn't nearly often enough.
1: But then it wouldn't have been as valuable.
3: Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, Well, that's nice. Yeah.
2: I think on the other side, though, there's people that are manipulative and know this. And yeah. Know how to dish it out. Mm-hmm. Seek, or, you know, exactly. basically hold the string over. Yes. String and and stick, mold
3: the person's behavior mm-hmm. based on that. Yeah. I mean, it just depends on how much
2: stuff you're trying to get done in your life. You
3: know?
1: Right.
0: What? How many people you need to manipulate to get <laughs> no. the things done? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: I mean, are you a good boss or what? Like, come on. <laughs> oh, go, sure. Dumb? The thing about work mm-hmm. culture, like, they, they're like, oh, we pay you money for your life. And you're like okay, I'm gonna give up my life so that this work will get done, like, and then I'll get this tiny little bit of money and do something with it maybe if I'm lucky. Who Wait,
0: wants? well, yeah, that's that's a question I had too. The difference between personal and professional validation. Because we when we in prep we were talking about, um, you know, if a cop pulls you over, gives you a ticket for speeding, you go to court, they show the proof it's validated that you were speeding. Right. But that's a lot like that work that the officer did was validated. You know, Mm -hmm. he gave you the ticket for the right reason. But like that's different than this other like personal validation that we've been talking about.
2: That's true. That's a good point. Cops up quotas to meet, right? <clears throat> well, sure.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's also like a technical jobs too. You know, mm-hmm, you code mm-hmm. something. It either works or it doesn't work. There's really, if you look at it black and white, there's no way for you to grab personal validation for that from that. But you could. You could be like, oh, I'm... Such a loser! I'm so stupid that I forgot this, like comma or punctuation mark, and then it becomes like needing.
1: But then, how good is it when you hit the run and it runs and there's no bugs and you're like, yeah. You're
0: like, yeah, and no, I'm validated. <laughs> or it could just be like, no, it just ran because I the think code like
4: ran. everyone has uh, different uh, priorities. Somebody gives more importance to personal validation. Someone professional, but. No one can ignore the professional validation ever. Like at least what I've seen, mm-hmm. You can ignore in personal life whatever people are saying or stuff. But in professional life, the higher power always has the authority. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what what what
3: are we meaning exactly by professional validation? Just that like you did your job effectively and you get evidence or feedback your boss of, of or your of that.
1: co-workers tell you, hey, great job. You know. Okay. You're a plumber and you do a nice weld, and they go, yeah. And that's you, good.
3: you get a five star review on Yelp. Yeah,
1: you get, or a one star review,
2: and you turn it around and make yeah, it a t shirt.
1: And
4: <laughs> <laughs> you can't ignore that. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Right. sure. Yeah. Okay.
2: But well, I feel like some of those forms are more tangible or intangible. I'd say when it comes to professional, it's like what metrics are you using? Right. You know? Like, in school, it's one thing, you could be smart, but at the end of the day, it comes down to a letter grade as a form of validation, Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever performance metrics, are you hitting them or are you not hitting them? Yeah, in certain school systems, they don't even allow you to grade the
1: stuff because they don't want to invalidate the children's learning until they get to a certain age. Interesting. I think it's like, until after eight years old Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. They're just like, oh, okay, Johnny, like, you're bad at art. Like yeah. uh, let's do something else. Like I've heard like, of colleges and universities <laughs> and some places yeah. doing that,
2: which I think is insane. But still, well, no, I think it's probably really good for the kids. I mean, like
4: yeah. in bachelors or till masters, what do you say? Like grade gives the validation, but once you go higher, like say in doctoral degree, grade does not matter. Yeah, you know? have to really be smart. Like yeah. you have to really do some contribution to your field mm-hmm. to earn, say, PhD. And there are different metric, like in my field, as I'm in doctoral program, there are always evaluations and validations, and expectations Keep you to on track. meet. Yeah, and um, they're good in certain way, but sometimes they feel overwhelming, you know. But I can't ignore that. That's what I'm saying.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: like. I call my uncle at New Year. My uncle may ask, okay, when you're graduating? Uh, oh, I thought you, were gra- you already graduated. I expected that you will complete your PhD by three years or something. I can ignore that expectation. Right. But if it comes from my advisor that I expected you to finish this, mm-hmm. I can't ignore that. Mm-hmm. So the, mm-hmm. like the professional validation, mm-hmm. personal, there is a huge um, difference. Yeah. So okay yeah the way yeah. that you go there's
3: different like, authorities you have a lot more choice with personal stuff yeah but work not so much
2: yeah I so the much- job or you're fired yeah
0: <laughs> so how much do we build ourselves around validation at work
2: i think it depends on the job for sure wow. but uh you know mm. being in sales you know oh, gosh, like yeah. that's uh you know i live in validation <laughs> oh. so so like the, that the you know the sales role is hitting a number you know validation in terms of what you bring in but two basically validating you know appeasing to the interests of a customer to convince them to buy something yeah there's so, so
0: much that you have to be a, as a person when you're in sales like you have right. to pretty much be what everybody wants yeah basically
2: <laughs> so and you know at the end of the day is it's like you could say sales or you could say manipulation it's kind of the same thing yeah um but it's you know it being makes honest. The money. right exactly <laughs> Um mean, there's a spectrum, uh, but it's just like you can't really be honest. You know, I, I've always made the joke in sales, if you can't lie, you're a liability. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, or other professions. If your boss wants to see certain metrics or mm-hmm. certain things on the table, it's kind of hard to say, uh oh. No, oh, no. I guess it. At some point, I'm I'm sure that there's definitely breaking points when you're like, oh, this is toxic. I can't work here anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't a good job for me. I need to find something that I fit into a little bit more. But there's there's always that gray area when you're at a good job and you like want to do well and you want to please your boss and. I'm sounds, sure there's subtle ways that we all kind of change ourselves to better fit that sounds, mold. Sounds
1: interesting. I've never had a job that felt that way. <laughs> well, really? You just
0: are blessed, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> Your family completely taught you how to validate yourself. I guess and so, yeah. Those worked. dinners.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had to pick switches too, guys. It's not all, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's not all cans of beans.
2: So... Like another another job field to talk about would be like serving or waiting tables. Yeah, you know, that'd be interesting. You know, the customer's always right. That's you know almost kind of toxic. You gotta basically. like
3: what's the right word? Whatever. Ignore a lot of your needs and your point of view to serve. You
1: don't have customer. any. Yeah, no, exactly. You You don't have any. Right, exactly. <laughs> which is I'm so sorry. Validating. The kitchen the kitchen was late with the order. Really, you forgot to put in their order 20 <laughs> minutes ago. But it's all right. You know, and you just be like, here, I'm gonna comp you this salad, and they're like, okay, oh, great. And you're like, yep, no yeah. who cares? Well,
0: that I, I mean, in that regard, uh, uh, an example that comes to mind for me is if um, it might be skewed to my reality. <laughs> but hypothetically, if, a, <laughs> if you go to a table of guys and they're like hitting on you and um, you kind of maybe you flirt back and then they give you a $50 tip, that's like validating you for like maybe improper behavior and you're like oh this is how i get big tips and then your your identity might change and you might become the server that then flirts with everybody and makes all the right, money right yeah that,
3: that behavior was rewarded so yeah you internalize it to part
0: of your identity yeah it? i'm sure that happens all over the board with different jobs just you know depending. i mean
2: say a quote that comes to mind is uh we we learn to deceive in order to protect our own assets as well as exploit those of others there you go well, wait so wait
0: say that again
2: we learn to deceive uh, in order to protect our own assets yeah as well as exploit those of others oh yeah and get 50 sips so <laughs> there you
0: go yeah that's Sad. That's uh, like survival of the fittest, right? Five to yeah. that, right?
1: have
2: uh, dinners, tables, around. That's mm-hmm. like all right, that. oh, five. We're here for I mean, you. Right. You know, cause like there, I think there's a level of the validation as much as it, you know, you get the advice, like, oh, just be yourself. Like sometimes to gain or get ahead in society, you got to kind of bury that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, completely. sure. You, know, you got to, sometimes if you could put on an appearance, you can gain a lot more.
0: Completely. So, just but, like um, uh, Kyle was saying in a previous episode, a lot of times, what it looks like you're doing at work is a lot more important than what you're actually doing at work.
1: No, so I've gotten fired too many times from that.
0: What, looking like you're doing things?
1: Well, like one time I was a dishwasher, and they were upset because I wasn't in a frantic panic while washing dishes.
0: Mm, right. Right. Oh. so like uh, you're not busy enough i was not busy not enough perfect. but yeah. i
1: didn't break anything and everything got washed
0: mm-hmm.
3: so you didn't bend over backwards to get their validation yeah I your values were, were more important than their, yeah,
1: their i would role. never bend backwards for someone for just for validation or whatever so that's that's
2: great oh, and there's roles that will just eat you alive yeah so if you
1: if you do yeah mm-hmm. exactly i mean it's like those call center places or something. Oh, terrible. for sure Oh. And yet, like in India, they're like good middle class jobs. Like, definitely want to go work at, like, go punch your card at the factory. Like, uh. Let me <laughs> There is, there are good government
4: jobs. There you go, government jobs. Mm. So, the Indian families, they always look up to the government jobs, they train their children. good benefits. And now, the current central government, they're selling all the government enterprises. <laughs> So my, my father, when he saw that the bank where he worked his entire life, sold, got sold oh within one like sudden one fine morning in, on the TV, it is sold. Hmm. A big bank. So after that event, whenever I talk to my parents, they're like, uh, if you don't get a good job in U.S., then you consider coming back. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't so change. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, gradually you know, going you'd away. You'd
1: have to. I mean, you got paid, that, like so. It's like one of the hardest things for really poor people is the inconsistency of the pay. Uh-huh. So maybe like you make a thousand dollars one month, and then you don't make any money the rest of the year, except like maybe five dollars on a Tuesday in November. That's that's tough. I oh, still
4: remember right? like <laughs> the, there is a state called uh, Chhattisgarh in India. I went to attend a family wedding and, you know, like Indian weddings are like big fat weddings. Oh, yeah. They yeah. are you know, it's like really a good. grand fest, like a festival. You yeah. Know? We went to attend that. It was not like my, my own brother's wedding or something. It was like a distant relative whose wedding, but we got invited to like 10 houses there for one whole week like day and night, wow. for eating like lunch, dinner. It was unbelievable how people treated us. And they did not expect anything in return.
0: it's mm-hmm. so, yes, yeah. a lot of generosity. <laughs> Got good karma coming back to them. But to your point, sometimes just being a good person feels good, mm-hmm. just to be able to share in the, in the joy and oh, invite yeah. people. in. And
2: it so. is good to help others, yeah. I agree. I think that can form its own form of self-validation. Basically making ourselves feeling good by helping others. Mm. You right. that's Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not, not even about helping the person. It's about making ourselves feel good. Or like a good term is altruism.
0: So back to um, a couple steps back. How are we definitely motivated when we are validated? And is there a price to pay for validation? I think we've pretty much covered it, but I liked the phrasing of uh, paying a price to receive validation
1: well, sometimes, yeah. we you talk, know. We talked about that, like, that's, like, a social thing. Like, if you're, mm-hmm. you know, if your aunt doesn't want you to wear a certain outfit or something, then if you wear it, she's going to be like, oh, I told you not to wear that. And then your mom's going to be like, why are you making our, or my sister mad? And I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> or, like, at work, you
3: know. Where's the validation in that picture, though?
1: Um, oh, so, like, you then choose instead to wear the thing that you know will pleasing to your family, right, or to your friends or to your co-workers, right? You're choosing a path that you already understand to be good, right? So, like, schools Mm -hmm. have a dress code, right? You can't go to school against that dress code because you signed a document legally binding you to that dress code. So if they decide that crop tops are out and you wear a crop top, then they will put you in a sweater, and if you resist, you will go to jail, Because the police will be called, (laughs) like nowadays. But in the past, that wasn't the case. But yeah,
3: yeah. So I think there's a cost to trying to seek too much validation. But is there a cost to giving it? I'm having a hard time saying yes to that. But
1: it devalues your validation if you give it away too much, though, right? Like, Mm if you're constantly making time for others, then you don't have time for yourself.
0: It's a good question, though. And I want to ponder on that one more, but I think I'm going to have to take more time on it. Is there a caustic? Well, one of our other questions is um, how can we accurately and responsibly give validation to others? You know, not misleading them and not validating the wrong. Yeah,
4: behavior. not
1: validating the
0: invalid. Yeah, or the wrong behavior.
1: Yeah, being and, authentic. Yeah. yeah. Not giving false validation either. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
0: Because, yeah, false validation can be misleading, and I guess that could be a price to pay if you, like, accidentally give validation the wrong way.
1: But you can't help how people receive a thing, you know? Like, I've known people who were around other people that the other people were saying nice things, and they took it to mean that they were bad things because they didn't like that person. hmm So, like, I was throwing... What's your heart? <laughs> well, I was throwing discs with mm-hmm. someone, and I was like, oh, good throw. And he's like the hell, like, why did you say that? Like, mm-hmm. oh, sure. And I was just yeah. like, what? That was a good throw. And he's like, bro, that's, like, so rude of you to say that to me. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs>
3: and so, like, he thought you were making fun that. of him or not yeah, being
1: serious. Yeah, he, he thought I was, like, mocking his throw. Because sure. even though it was a good throw, it wasn't good enough for him. Yeah. So, so he, that says
3: a lot more about him than you. Yeah, exactly. yeah.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Help, help me with this one. But if you're continually giving validation out to everyone, people might to begin to devalue
5: right mm-hmm. your mm-hmm.
0: opinion or what you say or think that it's in, in authentic or not genuine. Or that you are looking for something in return. You know, you're you're seeking it yourself somehow, potentially, by being altruistic.
2: Being like too approval seeking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's a whole thing to be driven by just seeking approval by giving it non stop to get that feedback could be toxic. Mm-hmm. So you all out of people pleaser. So someone that tries way too hard where it's just like like get it.
4: I think, like, this uh, clothes or body, we give too much importance to mm-hmm. that. Like, there's a saying that we we are the body and we have a soul, but we are actually the soul. We are not the body. Yeah. We are not the body. We have a body. We have a body. But we, we are, are the soul, the right? The people so get caught people up in the material get, world, Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's Thank why the malls have so many clothing stores And them, like no one needs that many clothes, but people like to look at clothes.
0: I'm learning that there's a balance because there can be a level of internal well, maybe it's not internal validation. I was gonna say from like knowing what clothes you like, what clothes make you feel good, expressing yourself through your clothes, it can kind of help form and and like invalidate your own identity. Yeah, you're, yourself. you're
3: affirming your identity in yeah. yeah, that for sure.
1: way. Passion's about self-love, that's why you have to buy more clothes. I think it's form a form of expression. <laughs>
3: it is. And saying, this is who I am. Right. And I want to be seen that way. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's kind of like an external presentation of the internal. I guess so
3: that's part of how like folks who are transitioning genders, one of the first steps is to change how they dress. It's it's an expression of who they feel mm-hmm. they really
1: are, which is a good thing.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I, if we want to try to responsibly and accurately give validation, I did find that you can just Google validation quotes. Oh, was a good idea. Yeah, there. There's tons of quotes out there you can like pick from and help validate your friends and family.
1: Recite it to yourself in the mirror. When yes, you cry. as well. That's <laughs> too for yourself. Those those quotes too.
0: <laughs> and then uh, things that we seek validation for. You know that you might be able to like see these things um, in your friends as opportunities. We try to validate thoughts, feelings, beliefs, choices, values, and actions.
5: For sure.
4: Comprehensive
0: how can learning to internally validate and also responsibly give validation lead to a better future for all of us?
3: Well, oh, it'll improve relationships with ourselves and with others.
0: Yeah, I think also with more honest and open communication, because if you can freely... Receive validation from others and also internally validate. You're more aware of like what you, who you are and what you're going through, and potentially you know more secure in how you express that. And
1: yeah, you're a better listener.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Validation is like a social lubricant. Like it creates very instant like trust and intimacy, and uh, yeah, feeling like we matter.
0: Who am I, if no one sees me? If in the theory of quantum mirrors, we can only see ourselves because of the reflection of everything external around us, who are we, if we're not shown who we are? Where are we, if we're not seen? Carlo Ravelli says, we are nothing but images of images. Reality, including ourselves, is nothing but a thin and fragile veil beyond which there is nothing. I seek validation every day. Am I here? On Earth? Am I alive? Validate I'm setting out on the right path, that I have chosen. Validate that I have a promising future. Validate that I am an attractive mate. Validate that my family loves me and that I have real friends. We all do this to ourselves daily. Especially with present day's constant instant validation, which is just feeding its own cycle. There's no escaping it, so we might as well learn to live with it. How can we listen and anticipate these needs and devise strategies to save us from making the wrong turn again? Here's the definition of validation. The action of checking or proving the validity or accuracy of something. Recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid and worthwhile. Why the fuck do we constantly have to validate who we are and what we do think and feel? empathizing with yourself. I validate and accept this pain and experience as real. I can finally see reality with realism without denial, minimizing and exaggerating. Instead, I now identify, understand and resolve emotions independently. Who are you if no one sees you? You decide and trust yourself later. You know who you are. That'll do it for this episode. We'll see you next time.